Yes, yes. Welcome to the Dream Big Podcast. This is your boy, Jimmy Doe. Today, I have a special guest by the name of Tisha. Tisha, the contract her. That's right. Thank you. I am excited to have you on. I've been trying to get some real estate um, experts on my show, and you are now the first. Um, Now, I have someone who uh, that was that does wholesale real estate which mm-hmm. is, I'm sure, is very different from what you do. Um, and I had them on, and they talked a little bit about that. So if you could just introduce yourself and let the people know what do you do and how long you've been doing it for. Sure. So this is, I need, the first thing I want to say is, I think it's fascinating that people think I'm interesting enough to want to interview me. <laughs> that <laughs> <blows> my mind. <laughs> oh, really? Uh, yes. Um, because my story getting into, um, real estate and construction is very all over the place. Um, okay. I'm actually, so I've only been doing this. My business is the contractor. Um, it's a design studio and academy and the primary focus in the beginning, which my business has only been running for a little over a year now. Um, okay. So officially, I should say. Um, and so when I initially came into this business, it was really off the strength of me doing like DIY projects. I bought my mm. home, uh, my first home here in Maryland. And I, like many first time home buyers, I was terrified of doing the fixer upper kind of thing. I was like, I want it to be turnkey. I don't want to mess with it. I'm scared. Like, I was really nervous about it. Um, but the situation just so happened that I had actually moved here from California and when I moved okay. from California I it was about 2018 to, into 2019 and we just came off of this like the crazy wildfires that they had there and so we were renting over there paying $2,600 for a 1250 square foot house it was nice oh, wow. but if I wanted yeah. to purchase that house it would have cost me 650 um and when they had all those wildfires, I would say, you know, two thirds of my community was burnt to the ground. Flat, looked like atomic bomb went off. Um, wow. We just so happened that the fires kind of like skipped our block. Um, and so after that, I was like, if I am going to save my money to buy a house, I don't want to potentially lose it in a fire. So yeah. um, I've moved around, I've lived in a couple different places. I'm actually born and raised in Toronto, Canada. So um, moving is not a big deal for me. So I was like, we, I need to find somewhere else. So I had a couple of people who I knew in Maryland. And so I ended up looking over here and I was able to buy a house, 3000 square feet for 375 on an acre of land. Um, nice. I sometimes Good it's luck and draw. I'm not going to pretend like yeah. I'm some expert at real estate. Like sometimes you gotta, you gotta, you gotta take a chance, right? If you don't take the chance, yeah. you, you're guaranteed to lose. So um, I found this really nice house. It was taken care of um, very well, but it was dated. Um, and so I kind of just jumped into it. I was like, there's no time like the present. I went in and I completely gutted the entire place. Mind you, I didn't physically do the work on this first project. I did all of the design on it. I hired contractors okay. to come in and do it. Um, and so this was like my first time with hands-on doing everything myself. I picked every cabinet. I completely designed the layout of the kitchen. I 
the people at Lowe's probably hated me because I was in there every single day asking them to like map things out for me um, on their uh, kitchen, the system that they use for kitchen cabinets. Um, and then the end result was I ended up with a very beautiful house where it was supposed to be my forever home. So I thought of every single detail, heated floors, like taps, yeah. touchless taps, like everything you could think of. Um, and that's what really got me motivated and realizing that I'm good at this. I really like it. And other people seem to appreciate the work that I'm doing. Um, and so it kind of just expanded from there. And then I bought another, a second home and I did the same thing with the second home, but instead I did a lot more of the work. Um, gotcha. Because as I watched contractors do some of the work, uh, and not to say by any means it's easy, but I was like, I can do this. Yeah. Of doing this, and in some of these instances, I feel like I could do it better. So Dude. I just kind of jumped in and started doing things, and started to record the content, show, sharing my journey with other people. And in a very short period of time, it snowballed, and yeah. other people were asking me to do the same thing for them. Um, yeah. So I, it, it was really a natural process that happened for me. Um, and and then we moved into like the last several months where my business has shifted from doing the actual construction to I specialize in doing accent walls. As you can see, these are my babies. Um, yeah. And I, I liked it because it gave me the ability to to build, but to use to, to really hone in on my artistic capacity. So um, nice. that's what I've been focusing on lately. And then somehow I ended up now teaching so now I'm doing workshops which is gonna honestly moving forward I think is going to be the primary the bulk of my business um, focusing on teaching workshops for homeowners new homeowners um, for specifically for women just as a form of women empowerment like I can't express mm. to you how good I feel when I've accomplished something, like I've built something with my hands. It's, it's indescribable. I love it. It's, a, it's like an addiction. It's like a high for me uh, that I just, I just can't get enough of. Yeah, no, I understand the feeling. Being an artist myself, I'm a painter. So I definitely understand the feeling to be able to take something from a blank sheet of canvas to life is a feeling that's unmatched. Um, and I can see it in your work. So I like that you show a lot of it. Do you, do you have a YouTube or anything like that? So I just started a YouTube maybe like three weeks ago. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. Cause when I watch your stuff, social media and posting is hard for me. Okay. Okay. Why do you say that? It's just, just keeping up with it. Yeah. Um, I don't know you know i well the first thing is i'm completely unfiltered i cuss all the time i say exactly what i'm thinking i can't hide anything with my facial expressions so <laughs> so <laughs> social media like I, I don't know it's a little finicky and i was always worried about like what are people gonna think and you know am i presenting myself the way that i, I am i being received the way that i'm you know intending or i'm presenting myself um and I was always really concerned. The other part of it is, I run this business 
but I'm actually a medical social worker. I have a master's in social work and I've been doing that for the last 15 years. I still have a regular really? job. So I really? also have to consider that, you know, this like blurry line where not everybody has access to me online. Yeah. <laughs> ah, okay. So, okay. Um, that's okay. been, so, that, so it's been, dif- it's been difficult for me. So what it sounds like, right, as I'm listening to you, you, you took what was a passion project and turned it into a business that you love. Yes. Right. Um, and you're also in the medical space. Mm-hmm. So what what is your as you do you have a vision of what your life is going to look like is are you planning to keep both is one going to drop aside what is what does that look like for you because what what would you call the medical space for you if this is like your passion and your love to create and build and showcase then medical Mm -hmm. fulfills what for you so this is all really evolving like literally before my eyes at this Mm. present time Um, And so I'm still figuring that out. Um, I've been doing social work and focusing on, you know, in my head a year ago, two years ago, I was moving towards doing private practice and doing individual therapy. Um, And that was going to be what I did for the next, you know, until I decided to retire. Um, And so that has been my primary focus. And entrepreneurship is not, was never a thing for me. Like, I cannot say that enough. I was not one of those people, you know, some people are like, I knew that she was going to be, or he was going to be running his own business since he was a kid. Not me at all. I like my salary paid job. I like to know that my check's coming and I don't got to think about it. I like to go to work. And when I leave work, I don't have to think about it at all until I go back into the office. That's it. Um, It offered me a really good work-life balance. Um, So I was stuck on that. I was holding on to that forever. And um, my ex-husband used to always try to give me, like, he he was a serial entrepreneur, entrepreneur. So he was always trying to give me, like, business ideas. He's like, you could do this. You could do that. I'm like, leave me alone. I'm going to go to my job. I got all these degrees for a reason. Like, I don't want to talk about this. I don't care. Um, So it's crazy that this is where I'm at now. So I'm still trying to figure out how the two mesh because um, I really, I'm a social worker. Like that's where my heart is. I'm a thousand percent a social worker. Social worker, that's Um, what you said. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, but my focus has been medical and clinical, which gears towards like doing individual therapy and counseling. Um, So I think the way that the two meet in the future, in the near future is through the workshops that I'm doing. And so, yeah. for example, the workshop that I'm having, I'm having March 25th and 26th, um, is a woman's retreat and workshop. So I am teaching skills, trade skills, but um, I'm really looking at it from a holistic perspective um, and how learning these skills empowers women, how, um, how to use that and this sense of independence to overcome difficult things that are going on in your life. And so I think mm. that is going to be where I'm going to be able to mesh the two together. And so I might not be doing individual therapy, but I think I'm still going to be able to have a significant impact um, the way that I would and if I was great. doing individual counseling. Nice. I like that. I like that. I like that. I got to have you come down. I'm doing a, um, a support group 
for uh, I'm targeting your parent list uh, for those that have been through foster care um, and for those that have dealt with being financially unstable. Um, I like to okay. kind of bring those groups together, uh, share with their common spaces, but also give them an open space mm-hmm. to kind of talk about what it is they are battling with that they may not share with certain people that they just don't feel comfortable. Uh, kind of give people the opportunity to kind of just face their shortcomings um, mm-hmm. and and defeat them. And so I would love to have you a part of that, Miss Social Worker. Um, I would love to be a part of that. I worked for Child Protective that. Services for many years, so I got a little nice. bit of insight. Nice, nice. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Okay, okay, we're going to get back to that. Okay, so now... Tell me a little bit about, um, wow, we, we kind of covered it in the mix. I was about to ask you, do you feel like this is your purpose? And so let's speak on uh, what do you believe your purpose is? So that's a loaded question. Yeah. <laughs> like you, th- you just throw it out there like it's so easy to answer. Um, my purpose. So, what do you know your purpose? I do. I feel like I feel like my purpose is to motivate other people. Um, and I think that my life um, and the things that I have overcome and the things that I have experienced um, is a direct testimony to other people to show like you can totally do it. Like there is nothing holding you back because I, like I said, a couple years ago, you ever told me that this is what was happening in my life right now? I'd have been like, you're, you're shitting me. Like I would never, ever have contemplated that this is where I would be. Um, and so I, I think it's really just to help motivate other people to shine light, um, to give light, to exchange positive energy and and to just provide as much education like I'm really big on education so school was a good thing for me I know not everybody is good with school I enjoyed school especially once I got out of high school I hated high school I I thought that I was never gonna go back to school after that but once I got into college and I started you know post-secondary education I realized I'm really good at this especially when I start learning about things that I'm interested in um and I like to be able to get the information so that I can give it to other people And that's one of the reasons why I love to be a social worker. I feel like there's so much knowledge out there and people need to have the knowledge to be able to make informed and educated decisions. You don't know what you don't know. And so lots of us are walking around, you know, doing things just the way that we've been told or, you know, the way that we saw other people doing it, not knowing that there's more efficient ways. There's more, there's access to all kinds of programming and information to get you where you need to go. There's so many loopholes in the system that you can take advantage of very legally to, <laughs> to propel yourself forward. So I just like to like take all the information possible and share it. Like I'm not gatekeeping anything. If anybody's willing to listen, I'm like, hey, here, look, look what you can do. This is how you do it. Oh, you can talk to this mm. person. Like I want everybody to know everything that there is. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Um, wow. All right, let me, I, I was, I was, on your social media, I had to tap back in. I like to kind of, as I'm interviewing my people, 
kind of take a ride on their social media journey. Uh, and your work is phenomenal. On my social media and, journey. And, and, yeah, I mean, because for Thank you, you to say, for you to say you've been doing this now going on a year. And when I see your work and I look at your work, it looks like this is something you would have said, yeah, my dad was a contractor and a builder and I used to watch him and I've been doing it for X, Y, and Z. Um, so for you to say you have, what you said, 15 years in social worker, as a social worker? Mm -hmm. And so to come from a completely different side of the field and work on design and I mean, that's just, it's amazing. And so looking at your work is like, wow, this is really, this is an interesting calling put on you to be able to design and build. And so- I absolutely agree. Yeah, I'm sure we're gonna see your work uh, all over different nations. Like I can can see that for you. I hope so. I really hope so. It's, um, It's crazy. I don't know, like there's like a complex in my brain where I feel like I have to do everything the best. Like mm. I don't I don't That's know good. why. I don't, I don't I don't know what the issue is. And if I feel like I'm not going to be the best at it, I don't want to do it. I'm like, ah, forget so it. So you're competitive. But you're competitive. Very. Oh my god, it's really bad. It is really bad. Mm. Like I won't let my kids win at games. Like we're in it to win it, baby. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not I don't let my kids win. Wow. Not uh-uh. not a little not no, not just not, by not, Lisa. Not for nothing. Wow. Mm-mm. Wow. Mm-mm. Sp- speaking of You're gonna um, work for this. You're gonna work for this. I wanna be the best. <laughs> wow, wow. Um and so tell me tell me your thoughts on um progress how how important is progress to you and what i mean by that is you know in terms of what in terms of what you're working on what you're doing for you to keep going let's say for for what you were doing if someone was not not someone but if yourself didn't recognize like good progress do you think you would have stuck with it to get to that point or would it have been like oh maybe this just ain't for me i'm going to hire someone because some people let the progress stop them like along the way as you're doing uh something you may not be getting over the hurdles the way you would like and so during that Mm -hmm. process trying to progress you stop because it's like man I cannot get over this hump and so for some people they stop do you would have seen you I mean I know you're competitive so with that competitive nature if this was something that you're like, eh, this just ain't working out, would you would have, would have been your response to that? So this, there's a whole other aspect that kind of guides me for that type of thing. Um, okay. And that's my spirituality. And so okay. I feel like what is meant for me is mine. And somehow, I don't know, people, you whatever you believe in, right? Um, there is something that guides me into where I need to go. And I just see natural signs that give me an indication, like, this is it. Things, okay. like, I, I meet the right people. I end up in the right rooms. I have the right conversations. Something that maybe I anticipated was going to be really difficult, just like 
all falls into place. And so I kind of take those universal signs from God that are kind of like, come on, sis, this is what it is. Or, you know, when I, if I do get to a point where I feel like I've hit a barrier and I don't, I don't know. And it's like question that you have, that it doesn't matter whether, whether it's work, whether it's your kids, whether it's relationships, family, and you're like, what, like, am I supposed to be still working on this? Or am I, is this a sign? Like, just give it up. Sometimes it's hard to read, um, but that's really where I focus in on my spirituality and just ask for some guidance because I definitely have gotten to some points where I'm like, what am I, what's supposed to happen here? Because I feel like I'm working really hard or, you know, I've been doing this and it's not, it's not panning out. And so I think, um, I've been telling people the last like year to two years, my favorite word is discernment. Um, and just having the ability to kind of assess what's going on um, and connect with my inner being and my higher power to get guidance as to like, what's, what, what, what am I not catching here? Or what should I be doing? Um, and I'm not gonna lie, it's once I, especially over the last year, once I really kind of tuned into that, I feel like my life catapulted. Like things mm. just, they just, they just were unfolding so smoothly um one of the beauties of even though i i haven't been a huge fan the many years of um social media but one of the beauties of social media has been the people i've connected with i meet some of the most amazing individuals um for the amount of interactions that i've had and the amount of views that i have on my videos and stuff like that i really would have anticipated i would have had a lot more negative energy um and people like trolling and whatever you know and mm. I don't think, I think I can count on one hand how many times somebody has said something it was in my comments or my DMs that was really like, like negative or mean or whatever. Um, and I've met people, whether they're clients, whether they're just people who are like, hey, sis, I just want you to know I'm rooting for you. Um, but I, I keep meeting people who are a piece of the puzzle somehow. Like they know some information that I needed mm. or I knew something that they, it's just, it, it is like a phenomenon that is very hard for me to explain, but the, the basis of it is everything just seems to be working the way that it's supposed to. Like my path is just, it's, it's moving and I'm just following it. I'm listening for the clues and trying to make the best decisions, but I feel like it's just kind of written for me already. And I'm, I'm, I'm rocking with it. I like that. I like that. You sound like a very faithful person. Faithful meaning that you have faith. <laughs> yeah. You try to be, you try to yeah, be a faithful I try, I try, person. I definitely, I'm sure I you are. Try I mean, to be, yeah. Well, so, you know, sometimes things like make you question it. Like, you know, you see horrible things happen or bad things happen. You're like, come on. Like, you got to be kidding me. What is going on here? But at the root of it, I know that my faith is really strong, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stand on that. I like that. I like that. Um, tell me, what are some of your daily goals uh, to help you get to this point of success? Especially, you know, working in that medical side of. You did how many years of schooling for that? What is it? Is that your? Um, well, I guess you could just do four, right? Or did did you have your MA? Oh God many no so no. i have um so because i came from canada 
schooling mm-hmm. is a little different in Canada, right? So okay. here um, in the United States, you you guys look at college and university like interchangeably. Like people go off to college, it, it, it seems like the same thing. In Canada, it's very it's distinctly different. College mm. is one thing, university is another. So in college, you get like a, I guess what you guys would have is equivalent of an AA, an associate's mm-hmm. degree or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Here, you cannot do anything with associate's degree. In Canada, there's a ton of courses that you take in the college level where you do it for like two or three years and you have a career. So when I started my oh, career, wow. I did a three-year program um, and I became a child and youth worker, which 